If you'd turn with me, please, to John 17. We're going to be reading verses 1 through 4 and focusing on verse 4. This is the Lord, part of the Lord's prayer for us. Hear the word of God. Jesus spoke these words, lifted up his eyes to heaven, and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that your Son also may glorify you, as you have given him authority over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I have glorified you on the earth. I have finished the work which you have given me to do. Oh, Father, thank you for sending your Son who would pray this for us and is praying for us now. And thank you that we can come to your table. We have been invited. And I pray that we'd come with right hearts, having heard your word and set our hearts and our minds on obeying it. So we love you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We thank you for this uh, time in your word, in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. Last week in verse 3, we focused on what eternal life is. You know, what is eternal life? It's a big question. The basic answer was we saw that it is knowing the only true God, knowing him, knowing our Father in heaven. And we also saw that it is knowing the only true God, our mediator, the Lord Jesus Christ, who was sent by the Father. And today in verse 4, we see again that the purpose of the coming of the Lord was to glorify his Father in heaven. Everything he did, everything he did and said, he came to glorify his Father in his work of redemption, in all that he did and said. So he said in that short verse, sentence, I have glorified you on the earth. I've glorified you on the earth. 30 years. And everything he said and everything he taught, everything he did, every action, every thought, our Lord glorified his Father. And he did all things to please him. Everything he did was to please his Father. The Lord said a number of times that to, to do the will of his Father was his desire. Earlier in, this, in, in the Gospel of John, he said, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Chapter 4. So my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. His food meant that is my desire. That is my longing. That is what satisfies me. That is what I want to do. That is what I think on. That is what I expend my energy for. John chapter 8, the Lord also said, I will do those, I always do those things that please him. Always. So he is our example, dear family, of, of that. As we, his called ones, his children, his people speak, and as we act and as we think, it must all be submitted to him as a sacrifice of praise. Our goals in life must all be according to his goals, according to his holy will, if we want to glorify the Lord as finishers. We cannot do this without the strength of his grace. I think that's becoming obvious. We've seen in our congregation, we've seen in our nation, we can't finish without the grace of God. The grace he has given. In other words, the means of grace he has given. He's given us his word and prayer, access to him, and the sacraments. And we went over Heidelberg Catechism number 65. It says that the role of the sacraments 
in strengthening us is strengthening us in faith. We confirmed that faith comes from the Holy Spirit who works it in our hearts by the preaching of the gospel and strengthens it by the use of the sacraments. Praise God. He knows how weak we are. That's why we come to the table. We need his grace. The Apostle Paul talked about finishing his race in a number of ways in finishing his calling. In Acts chapter 20, he was told by the Holy Spirit, uh, he said, the Holy Spirit testifies in every city saying that chains and tribulations await me. That's what he was told by the Spirit. In other words, finishing is not going to be easy. And then he goes on in Acts 20, 24, he said, but none of these things move me. In other words, nothing is going to deter me in this race that the Lord has put me on. And then he said, nor do I count my life dear to myself. He's willing to give up his life. He didn't count his life dear to himself, sacrificed himself. And then he said, so that I may finish my race with joy and the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. He was already told what he's going to face. And he said, I want to be a finisher in this race. He wants to finish with joy, knowing that what awaits him are chains and tribulations. And to testify to the gospel of the grace of God until the Lord calls him home. Now we also have that calling, dear people, to testify to the gospel of the grace of God in our lives. And may we finish our race with joy. Bill and I pray often that everybody in this room those unborn would be finishers and would be declaring all their lives this ministry that we also have to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. We may, we may not know, like Paul, what awaits us. Probably a good thing. But if we think we do and it causes us to fear, that is not faith. That is not the faith that pleases the Lord. That kind of thinking is going to just make it harder to be a finisher. His word, his promises, and his presence is what enables us to do that. He is our rock. The second part of what Jesus said here, he said, I have finished the work which you have given me to do. So he's given a job. And the Lord Jesus said, I have finished it at that time. He finished his work. In other words, from the incarnation up to the time of his death on the cross. And he said, it is finished, of course, on the cross. And his finished work included the work of the resurrection and included his ascension in his session. He is also the author and finisher of our faith. We couldn't have begun this race at all unless he had been the author of it in our lives. Certainly we can't sustain it without his nearness. In Hebrews 12 it says, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us as we're on this race and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us looking unto Jesus. He put us on the track. He put us on the, you can picture that, no, the track. He put us on that. And he is near to us. He's running with us, praise God. And he is at the finish line. He is the one who finished for us. He is our example of what it means to be a finisher. He is the goal. And so we must look unto him if we want to be finishers. And be assured that he will complete what he has begun in us. We've sung that. We read it this morning as he finished his work of redemption on the cross. He is Lord, and he finishes in us 
and through us what he desires for his glory. The Lord has given his certain work for us to do. Not for our salvation, of course, but to glorify him and to build in the kingdom. Dear one, are you struggling now to finish well in some area? Do you think there's no way I can finish? You're close to giving up. Do you think you can't finish what he has sovereignly allowed and brought about in your life? Well, look to him. He is our example of finishing well, who glorified his father, and find in him grace to finish the race. Now in verse 3, we saw last week that knowing him is eternal life, knowing him and that we have eternal life in him is what enables us to be finishers, to go through the hard times. Paul was confident. Philippians 1.6, he said that uh, he who has begun a good work in us will complete it. He will finish what he has begun in us. That being our sanctification. That's his will. His will is to sanctify us. It's ongoing, and it will be done. So we just sang, I know whom I have believed. And it has those five verses there uh, with a number of blessings from the Lord, but we really, like Joel said, we really can't comprehend these. Because it said, I know not how this, I know not why. But the refrain really should be our meditation. This is from 2 Timothy 1.12. In other words, but I do know this. I know whom I have believed and am persuaded. I'm convinced. I have no doubt that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day, until I'm called home. In other words, Paul is saying like, I am convinced that by faith, of course, and he, he experienced much. He walked by faith. He said, I'm convinced that God the Lord Jesus will enable me to be a finisher. Our Lord Jesus is the one who shows us what it means to be a finisher. He's the one who makes us able to finish. And he who began the good work in you, dear one, no matter how you feel right about that today, he will complete it. And everything you do on your part, and you must do things, part of your work, what you do on your part to finish the race must be done by relying on his grace and acting in faith. And you are right to think that you can't finish many things on your own. And you are right to think that you are not sufficient in yourself to finish this race. I know some of you are struggling. And there are days you probably wonder, Lord, I don't know how long I can do this. But you are able, dear one, to be a finisher as you walk with him. And only that as you take his yoke and learn from him. And the elements we see as we come to the table here remind us always of his broken body on the cross when he finished his work and where he spilled his blood for us. And that's how he finished his, our redemption, his work of our redemption. He showed us the highest love by sacrificing himself for his own, those given to him by the Father. And may we receive grace here now to be finishers as we come in obedience to this table to which he has invited us in his love for us. May we glorify the Lord and finish the race like Paul who served well. He served well. He, he uh, lived by faith. He fought the good fight of the faith and he finished well. May it be so among us. Let's pray. Oh Lord, we 
extol you. As we have been doing, we extol you again for your goodness to us. And we praise you for finishing your work of salvation for us. To atone for our sin, to free us from bondage that we might run the race set for us by your sovereign plan. And that we might run it by faith, which is a gift of grace from you. Lord, we rejoice in the grace that you give us to also be finishers, that your name would be glorified in that. And then we would thank you, Lord, and give you all glory. And we thank you for, Lord, praying for us. And we receive these reminders now of your mercy and of the cost of our salvation by faith in the name of Jesus, our Lord and our Deliverer. Amen.